When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and the ESPN app. You could hear us. You have the app. You can li- you're probably listening to us right now on the app. If you're not, you should be. Take us anywhere. So, Key, J., good morning. Good morning, by the way. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Keyshawn. Hello. We are presented by Progressive Are you all right, Insurance. man? Yeah, I'm straight, man. I'm hyped. It's Tuesday. Getting through the oh. week, baby. Are you okay? okay? I just was making sure you were all right. Yeah, man. Vo- you know, you had the, a different voice. Yeah, so I the wasn't... voice can change depending upon energy level. You know, I you feel know? like I have a New Year's resolution almost, and it's not New Year's. What? I thought I okay. saw you at the VMAs, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't you. Who was it? Go ahead and say it now, tough guy. (laughs) (laughs) It was just a guy who looked like me. (laughs) He looked nothing like me. No, he did. No, no, I did. I was like, no, and then it was in New Jersey, too, so I really did think. I was like, is that not when Jay ain't going in there? Nah, man, I'm light-skinned. Who? Whoever it is is going to be under 6'2", because he's making some kind of What's your skin tone got to do? I'm over 6'2", easily. NBA, you might be like (laughs) 6'4". No, because when they pan, no, Jay, when they pan, and then they showed uh, Taylor Swift, and then they showed. You watched the VMAs last night? Was that last no, night? No, that was two, two nights, nights ago. ago two I nights think. ago. Yeah, I watched a little bit of it. Then they showed Taylor, then they showed uh, Jack Harlow, and then they showed Lil Nas X, and then the dude was like right there. So I was like, damn, was that Jay? I was like, no, nah, that ain't him. See. So listen. I, I was too locked into House of Dragons. I have a New Year's resolution, as I was saying, but yes. it's not New Year's. Back to you, but Max, why wait yes. till New Year's? Yes. What you just said made me think of it. Harry Douglas said something on the show when he was sitting in for you, Key, I think, one day, where we were talking about the days of the week, we were ranking them, and he's like, see, y'all are trying to get through the day. You should embrace the day. So when you said, when Key asked you, like, why are you so happy? You're like, it's Tuesday. We're getting through the week. No, no, it's Tuesday. We got another great day this week here on Keyshawn Going up on a Max. Tuesday. Let's go, That's baby. Right. You listen right. to your boys in the morning. Get your whole day energized and ready to go. I'm with you. I'm or you can listen to us and get mad at me because you list. don't agree. Your list. <laughs> <laughs> Key has his top ten list, and a lot of callers aren't happy well, about it. Well, we call it. that hating. That's what Tyreek Hill said. Not a lot of slots in the top ten, but there are a whole bunch of players, so someone's going to have their feelings Wait, hurt, right? What make you think he was talking to me anyway, Tyreek Hill? Uh, because he – Quote tweeted you. It was <laughs> yeah. direct. It was directly correlated to you. Oh, it was, really? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. going at your tweet, hmm. calling you a hater. Well, KJM's uh, it tweet, wasn't my tweet, which, which is oh. by Pat Costello, our producer. Oh, oh it was the show's Twitter yeah, tweet of, of you, though. Yeah. Of you, of yeah. me making yes. the comment. Yeah, yeah Pat about set you up once again. Situation, and so Tyreek Hill decided he was going to uh, respond to the tweet. Yeah, by is show what of I'm force. understanding. Yes. Interesting. Correct. So there were a bunch of players not on Key's top ten list. Also, a, some teams absent from ESPN's list predicting the top hundred players for 2022, and that includes 
the Jets and the Giants. But meantime, Jimmy Garoppolo is staying in San Francisco after agreeing to restructure a one-year contract. Okay, so he didn't have any guaranteed money coming. Key, if I'm, I'm getting that right, right? Yeah. And so now he does have some guaranteed money coming. But I'll tell you what, the guaranteed money six and a half, and then he's got certain escalators, but that's low money even for a backup. And considering how good he's been, I'd say he's a B-plus quarterback. You want to call him a B-minus. He's somewhere in the Bs. You want to call him B-minus to B-plus, fine. But as, your, as a starter, as a backup, that's a whole lot. So some people look at this and they go, maybe it's an indictment on Trey Lance and what they've seen this offseason, this preseason. How worried should Trey Lance be, Key? I don't think it, I don't think it, it, he should be worried at all. Uh, his his deal is he's got to stay healthy. If he gets injured and he's missing some time, then it it becomes really hard for Jimmy G to come in, do well, then you replace Jimmy G to go back with Trey Lance, who's coming off an injury, that sort of thing. You don't want to keep bouncing back and forth between quarterbacks. I think it's a great situation for Jimmy G. Had Jimmy G been healthy in the spring when all this was going down, he could have gotten traded. They could have got more value for him based on his injury to summer. This is why he wind up he wind up back with the uh, San Francisco 49ers opposed to being with another team. When you think about it, if they cut Jimmy G. If Jimmy G just flat out said, give me my release, where's the landing spot and for what number economically and what real opportunity to be a starting quarterback on a team that's going to a championship. The shoulder there are really killed really no options. Yeah, the shoulder killed him. Max, your question was, is this a bad thing for Trey Lance? Was that the question? Well, yeah, because the logic was that you want Trey Lance free and clear. You don't need any controversy because he's young. You know, if he runs into a little tough spot, you don't want people clamoring for Jimmy G. I never agreed with that. Like, I would have taken the – I would have kept them both. But – that's the argument for yeah, why you get rid of them. But controversy only goes as far as the head coach allows it to go. So if you have a relationship that says, hey, look, you are the guy moving forward, it, it feels like a win-win for Trey Lance, Key, because you have a guy who's been there with the franchise for a long extended period of time. He understands the continuity. What better player to work with your game on where you go next? He's on a one-year deal, you know, or essentially could be traded at more of a reasonable price later. The trade deadline is not until November 2nd. So it feels like it's perfectly set up that it's a win-win for everybody moving forward. I'm not in the business of appeasing Trey Lance at all whatsoever. I am in the business of winning, and I owe it to 52 other players on the roster to try and win and improve my team. And if that means signing Jimmy G back and having an insurance policy just in case something goes wrong, then that's what I'm going to do. I mean, that's just the reality of it. That $7 million or so that Jimmy G is being paid and guaranteed money, I don't know that that was out there for him. In fact, I don't know that anything was out there for him in the best situation to win and have an opportunity. And even if he does not step on the field, he he gets healthy. He stays with a team. Now when the offseason comes, they can't tag him, can't franchise tag him. He has a no-trade clause. He has to waive during the course of the season before the trade deadline. Otherwise, he walks out the door free. Now from an organization that's looking for a quarterback for the next four years, five years, and Jimmy G's available, and I need a quarterback, guess what? He becomes my top priority, opposed to possibly drafting one in the draft.
he becomes, he's better than C.J. Stroud. He may not have better upside than C.J. Stroud, but he's better than C.J. Stroud right now. You know, I think of <clears throat> what they really did here, the Niners. It seems to me they just put an asset on the books as opposed to a liability. Now, because you don't know about his shoulder, his price is down. So think about it. For $6.5 guaranteed, whatever, you know, with the escalators, it would be realistically maybe a little something higher than that. But you now have an asset on your books. You mean to tell me out of the 31 other teams, none of the other quarterbacks are going to get hurt at some point this season, maybe miss a season, maybe miss a big chunk, where now you're the Niners and you're sitting with an attractive contract on a dude who by that time he'll be able to show you what he can do with his shoulder and if it's good enough, all of a sudden you can actually get a return for that dude. So they weren't going to get a return before. Now maybe they do, and maybe it's a nice return. And I'll tell you something else. If, you know, look, knock wood, I don't want anyone to get hurt. I don't want to speak it into existence, as the kids say, right? But, like, let's just go over this. If the Colts Usually suddenly, things that you try to speak it to existence. Go the opposite. Max, go the opposite. Yeah, way. yeah, so I'm good, so we're safe. So, so let's say something happens in Indianapolis and there's no Matt Ryan. And I'm, I'm the Colts. I'm like, wait a minute, I got a Super Bowl-caliber team here, man. I need someone to – to steer the ship or or it could be any number of teams that are knocking on the door damn i slide jimmy g in there i might be all right yeah that has that has value to the niners in a trade not to mention if trey lance anything happens to trey Trey got jimmy g right there i don't know talk about quarterback rooms so Keyshawn j will max is presented by progressive insurance progressive makes bundling easy and affordable get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle rv Boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Um, meantime, Bill Barnwell, ESPN's NFL writer. Guys was uh, on Spain and Fitz speculating, talking about um, speculation on whether Jimmy G should start. Like, if that's going to happen. Listen to Bill Barnwell. Let me ask you this. Let's say Trey Lance struggled in week two or week three. What do you do? Do you bring in Jimmy Garoppolo? Can you take Trey Lance out of the lineup? Are there going to be people in that locker room, let alone the fans, who are going to call for Jimmy the first time Trey Lance struggles? To me, I think once you close that door on Jimmy Garoppolo, you can't open it up again. And to me, I think the Niners, by doing this, even if they trade him later in the season or plan on trading him later in the season, they're reopening that door to Jimmy Garoppolo ever so slightly. As they should. As they should. If, he, if Trey Lance starts to struggle and they have an opportunity to look like a team that can compete for a world championship, you certainly insert him into the lineup. Why would I keep st- playing with a struggling quarterback that's holding us back? I'm not going to do that. Why would I do that to myself in the organization? Well, the idea would be, even though they're ready to win now, the idea, I guess the argument would be, look, long term, you're going to have a young guy have some struggles. You don't want a cloud hanging over him all the time. Yeah, but I'm not going to waste a championship year potentially messing around with Trey Lance. I'm just not going to do it. You know, I I owe it to Bosa, and I owe it to – Debo Samuel and John Lynch. I, I owe it to them as a coach to try to get us to the championship. And if and if we are headed on the right track to do it, but our offense is stalled because I got a young dude trying to run a system and we're not getting the results that we thought we was going to get, then yeah, I got to pull him to the side so he could see it and let's see how it goes. There's nothing wrong with that. 
He's got plenty of time. I, I just don't, when everybody's like, this is really bad for Trey Lance, I just don't see it as being bad. I, I see, like, the opportunity's right in front of your face. It's there. You can go out and get it. If there's some hiccups, Jimmy G is there, but I don't see Kyle Shanahan nor John Lynch committing to Jimmy G long term. I don't. So Unless there may be a hiccup. to the Super Bowl and win. I still don't see them committing to him long term. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to 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 send a Super Bowl winning quarterback packing. I think there's something about Jimmy G that, and we all see it, including me. And I'm high on Jimmy G, but but there's something there that you're like, I want a little stronger arm. I want a little faster guy. I want you know that that people don't really believe. Like Key, I believe he's a good quarterback, but do I think he's elite? No. So even if he wins a Super Bowl, I mean, he came one throw away. One throw away. They still, especially with the, what they invested in Trey Lance, I think give Trey Lance every opportunity to move on from Jimmy G. But this is the thing. I'm, why are people against competition? If Trey Lance is that dude, exactly. let Jimmy G's specter be hanging over his future. Make it put pressure on him. Let him perform better. Like, I don't see why competition is bad. All right. Five teams were absent from ESPN's list predicting the top 100 players for 2022. The New York Jets, the New York Football Giants, the Jacksonville Jaguars, P.U., the Detroit Lions, and the New England Patriots. Which of those five teams, Jets, Giants, Jags, Lions, Patriots, will have the toughest time improving their win total from last season? That is the question. I got an answer, but it's the best team in the group. To me, Key, it's the Pats just because they won a lot of games. Hard to win 11 games, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, it's hard to win. The, the, the eventual Super Bowl champion may be a 10-win team, an 11-win team. Um, I don't know that the Pats can get 11. They got 10 last year. Don't know that they can get 11. No, no, that's, that's a lot. It's a lot, man. And the Dolphins got better and the Bills look really good. It's a lot. Who do you think? I mean, uh, well, I agree with the guys on the Pats. I don't think it's far off with the Jets, though, man. I mean, after watching Joe Flacco this past weekend, um, I, 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 don't, I don't know how I feel about the Jets and, and when Zach Wilson comes back and what that team is going to, even though they have the talent. I don't know if I've seen that talent transition to the field yet. How about Tyrod Taylor? Tyrod Taylor carted off the field and, you know, he predicting, hey, by week five or six, he might be the star. So the projected win totals for next season, guys. The Jets, five and a half wins. That's the over-under. The Giants. Why did you make that face when I said the Jets? Seven wins. So let's talk about over-under. Do the Jets hit their their over-under five and a half wins? Do you think five or six wins for the Jets, Key? Over or under five and a half for the Jets? I think they're under. Under. I agree. How about the Giants at seven wins? Under. Under. I agree also, but I, but I know why you hesitated. I'm thinking push or maybe push. six. Jacksonville. Yeah, push, but, but push wasn't a – No, no, it's not. No, no, choice. no, right. That's why what I'm saying. I see why you hesitated for the yeah. same – I would think, yeah, seven's probably the right number. Uh, if I have to choose, I'll say six. All these projections, by the way, come from Caesars Sportsbook. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Jay, Jacksonville, six and a half, Jay. You're the betting man. 
I would I would take a pusher over. Wow. Key, would you go over or or, or under a six? What and was a half? the number? Six, six and, and a half, half for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Under, so I think they're a six-game team. I mean, Agreed. Six-win six six team. team. So, okay, that's right there. To me, it's five or six. It's right there. But I, you said over. Yeah, that's one more game over. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Seven. That's still more than six. You know, seven wins in a 17-game <laughs> Like, it used Jeez. to be seven wins. You're like, damn, man, you're a game away from 500. Now, you're far from 500 at seven wins. Detroit at six and a half. You know, they lost a lot of close games. If they, if they get a little better luck, but they were 13-3-1 last year. Six and a half is the over-under. What do you think? I think they over. Jay? <clears throat> I would say over. Taking the under on them, too. I, I, I one over. You know, they'll, they'll kick the last game of the year. They'll kick the 48-yard field goal and they win were, it. They were in a lot seven. of close games last yeah. year. There were a lot of, like, you know, single-digit possession yeah. games. Yeah, that's why people like, like them to improve. Yeah. I'm going to say I'm going to say under. Still, I don't have any one over yet until this one. While I do think it'll be hard for them to improve on last year's record of ten wins, the Pats over under is eight and a half. So the odds makers are saying, are they going to be over or under five hundred? But they're a five hundred ish team. Would you take the over or under on the Pats eight and a half, Key? I'm taking over. I think Me they can too. get to nine to ten. Me too. I think over. over. So that's the one that I would take over. You both take over also the Pats. Nine wins to me sounds right. Because if they, if they, if for some reason they come out and it just don't end well, boy, that's not going to be good. You know, it'll it'll be Belichick, Brady all over again. Damn right, you're going to hear a lot win. about it. Max will be talking about what? See, I told oh. you, you guys don't listen to me. It's, it was all Brady. It was never Belichick. See, you better sleep him. with the aspirin right next to the bed and take it before you get to the show because that's all you're going to be hearing out of me. <laughs> that's right. I can't help it. I always thought it was more Belichick, but what am I supposed to think if three years go by and, and dude makes it to the playoffs once and doesn't win a playoff game in three years? And meantime, Brady's eating everyone's lunch. How else? I, you know, I, I got to just look back and say, all right, you know. But different teams, man. You know that. Of course, but if you're a the look, if you're the you know, greatest, like you ever. take Belichick and you take Belichick and put him on the Rams. Like, come oh, yeah, they're doing. Can I, can I, the, the Pats to me kind of feel like the Lakers, right? Uh, you obviously have goats on both teams: LeBron James, Bill Belichick. But there seems to be a lot of like a lot of yeast, as Key would say, on both teams. Like I look at the Lakers currently as constructed. I'm like they're a marginal playoff team. I look at the Pats the way they're constructed. I'm like. They're a marginal playoff team. Not like, to get off topic, Jay, but now that they got Pat Bev, you know Westbrook's out of there. And now all of a sudden what you've been talking about, Buddy Heald and Miles Turner, that's that's a different team. Wait, no. hold oh, on. Oh, oh. Uh, Jay, Brook and, and, and uh, Bev? What's Patrick Beverly, they don't get along, huh? Nope. No. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, I was thinking that. I was the other day. I was like, "Wait a minute, those are like How enemies." That's gonna work. That's not doesn't get along. That's not like there's a. Those are like enemies, well, like they, Wild West enemies. But I wonder. I wonder, <laughs> for whatever reason, if they keep Westbrook, they came together. If, would they? Would it be? Yeah, they wind up that's best friends. That's a lot of barking. That's a lot. Oh, everyone, they, everyone they has that. enjoy each other, Key. Everyone's had this experience, right? In school, there's some kid you just don't get along with. You all wind up fighting because you're a lot alike, and then somehow you two wind up best friends, right? The kid that you fought, you wind up close with because the reason you fought in the first place is you got certain similarities. 
wonder we'll if that's see. the case, we'll if, they, if they hold I, I, on. I don't, yeah, I don't know. These dudes are grown, though. It's not like kids. Patrick, I don't know, man. Sometimes. I don't know. Patrick Beverly coming to the Lakers doesn't really alter my opinion about where the Lakers are at all. I didn't, that's not really? what I asked you. No, yeah. <laughs> but they were – hold on, okay, Jay. You I don't were one need, of the people talking about – I don't about. need your smart-ass <laughs> rhetoric, your comments about where the Lakers are because we know you're a Laker hater. Yep, label me. But, Jay – all the details the, that hey they need a they need a guy to play perimeter defense they need a guy to shoot it's not that is Patrick Beverly a shooter he shoots it well enough absolutely yeah Max he shoots it well enough from outside yeah, I don't think he shoots it no I don't think he shoots it no better than Westbrook he does honest. he shoots it a lot better than Westbrook yeah I don't know about that I I would say when I think of Pat Beverly I think of league average for his position shooting man Pat Beverly is a good hustle defensive face and he can shoot key. little net. To get on your look nerves. Up, hold on, look up. That's what shooting, he is. Jay. How many threes does he take in a game, and how many does he hit percentage? I'm going to say he's about 35. percent He hit, he takes two. And Westbrook is under 30. percent I'm going to say he's 35. percent uh, Let me pull it up here. I, I I think you're wrong. He's a 25 minute a game, 35 percent three point shooter with real good defense. I can't find his stats. Can somebody help me find his stats, Yates? Where are you when I when yeah, I? Yeah, he's not. He's not. Look, man. It, I get what you're trying to say, Max. He's not but, a difference. This is not – you're not – you're making it sound like it's Ray Allen shooting threes. Though. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not trying to. What I'm saying is that if those two can't coexist and no one believes they will, Pat Bev and Westbrook, that means Westbrook's out of here. One of the rumored destinations would be to Indiana along with draft picks and you get back Buddy Heald and Miles Turner. Now, Key, if you're saying can Pat Bev be one-fifth so of the starting five? 34%. That, 34 from – and what did he shoot the year before? Thirty-nine percent. Right. So he's in. The, so so about thirty-five percent, a little over. He's and how many does he take a game? I don't know. What the uh, three, Two. three and a half, <laughs> three and a half threes a game, and he's shooting. Hold on, I'm going to look this up right now. Three point but, but, attempts. But, he for his career, he's over four, and for his attempts a game, and for his career, he's averaging thirty-eight percent, and over four attempts a game, he can shoot. He can shoot. That's fair to say he can shoot. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> you, you can, now can you Buddy got, Heald got, shoot? Well, they don't have Buddy Hill. But I'm yet. saying if, Jay, of course not by himself, Patrick Beverly, but what it may represent about what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen with Serena Williams? I'd like to know. She won her opening match at the U.S. Open, and that leads us to ask, who's the most undisputed GOAT in their sport? Got to be a major sport. Don't give me some tiddlywinks. It's got to be something, you know, that top athletes play. Keyshawn J. Willemax. 88 say ESPN. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the more tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap live radio. ESPN radio everywhere you are. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today 
to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's l e c t r i c ebikes.com. And now here on Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app, Caroline Wozniacki, former professional tennis player, joins us. To talk some Serena Williams. Good morning, Caroline. Good morning. So, Caroline, can I can I ask you a question about the match last night? Um, of it course, seemed yeah. So different than the last two that we've seen in Toronto and Cincinnati. She seemed quicker on her feet. Um, it, she got that serve going. She finally figured out that forehand. It just felt like we saw a different Serena Williams. Did you get that same feeling last night? Absolutely. I think, you know, going into possibly your last match of your career, I think nobody can really prepare you for that. Um, Obviously, Serena has been through so much in her career and been in all different kinds of situations. But when you, as she did, said she's evolving away from tennis, and you're going into your first round match at the U.S. Open. And, you know, it's it's a lot of pressure you put on yourself. You want to be out there. You want to keep playing. You don't want it to stop yet. And I was very impressed with the way that she walked out there. Was she nervous? Absolutely. Was she, you know, did it take her a few games just to find her footing and, and get into the match? Yes. But at the same time, I think she hit the ball very clean. She moved her feet well. I think it was great that she had the two tournaments leading up to because I think it got some of those first nerves out. You know, Cincinnati was her first tournament after she had said that this was her decision. Um, and I think it's just so much, um, so much, so many eyes on her, so much expectation, and et cetera. And, of course, Serena Williams is, is used to expectations. She's used to having eyes on her. But this is just a different situation altogether. And and I, I think she did great yesterday. I'm so happy for her that she won that first match. She gets into the next round playing the number two seed. And, you know, the, the pressure will be a little bit off because the other girl is supposed to win. And, you know, Serena... We've seen her surprise us time after time, and, and I think it will be a fun one on uh, on Wednesday night. You and Serena have a uh, pretty close relationship, but what has impressed you the most about her both on and off the court, Caroline? I think off the court, just her as a person. She's such a great friend. She's a great mom. She will always be there for you if, if you need her and, and, 
you know, whenever you go through anything in life, if you really need her, she's the first one to be there. And, and I really appreciate that. She has a million things going on and, you know, you don't always think that she would have time, but she always finds time. And I think that just shows what a great person she is and what a great friend that she is as well. And on the court, she's just broken so many barriers and she's made so many things possible for us women. And growing up, I I was watching both her and Venus on TV and just what they did for tennis is incredible, getting it out there and, and the attention they've gotten on women's tennis. And, you know, just look at the fashion statement that she pulled yesterday. I mean, she came out in a in a sparkly cape and the shoes and Olympia looked incredible. I mean, those are just things that I think are, are so cool. And you know what? She's not afraid to push the boundaries and do something that is different. And I really appreciate that. How important has the family, not just Serena, but the, the Richard Williams, the dad, the sisters, the Venus, the mom, how important have they been to the sport? Well, I think they've been so important. Um, you know, obviously um, their parents were such great role models for them and were the people that got both Serena and Venus into, into tennis. The, the other sisters are so successful in their own rights too. But, you know, just having them, being there for them, taking them to the tennis court every day, um, making them believe in themselves that it is possible and showing them the way. I think without that family bond, without the sisters being so close, without the, you know, Richard being who he is and being on court with, with the women, with the girls all the time, I think, you know, obviously there wouldn't be the, the women that they are today. And it's just great to see that through everything, they just have stayed so close and, and it's, it's amazing to have that family unit and family bond. What do you think the sport is going to miss about Serena when it all comes to an end, Caroline? I think anytime Serena is in a tournament, I think it brings a buzz, a different kind of buzz. I think people are excited to see her. I think she's been such a great role model for young girls out there and boys. But, you know, and I think it's going to be a shame when, when the greatest player of all time decides to retire or evolve away from tennis. I think, you know, the, it will always leave a little bit of a, I don't know, a, a little bit of a hole afterwards. But at the same time, she's, you know, I think we'll see Serena around in many different capacities still. And, you know, she's not a person that will sit still. She'll be out there and, and still baking, breaking boundaries and, and doing other things. And I think it'll be very interesting just to see what she has in store for everybody. Talking to Caroline Wozniacki, former professional tennis player, about the great Serena Williams. Is that, like, I'm trying to think of another sport, Caroline, where the GOAT is as kind of undisputed. I mean, there are always disputes, but there are fewer arguments. You don't hear people arguing Margaret Court, really, at least not in general sports media, um, or Steffi Graf. Everyone acknowledges, yeah, Serena is the GOAT. I'm trying to think of another sport where that's the case as thoroughly as it is with Serena, and I'm not coming up with anyone. Um, is there is is that kind of status important to her? She, I mean, obviously she must be aware of it, but is that does she, does she 
you know, just look at her own sport? Is she looking across the board and thinking, you know, I got this? <laughs> well, I think she's proven over so many years um, how dominant she's been, how great of a tennis player she's been. And I think she's very aware of how much attention and scrutiny has been on her for so many years. And, you know, I think she's done a great job just not only for for young girls out there, but also, you know, she was the one and Venus, you know, they're on the player council for so long, being the voice of the tour. They fought for equal prize money. They fought for more tournaments and, and getting them, tournaments in the places so we can expand the the women's tennis all around the world getting the right tv right and all all of that and you know it's just so impressive what both of them have been able to do and you know serena her her results speak for themselves and i can only say that when i've been there's nobody else in the world that i've been across the net from when i've played a match that have been as good as Serena. I mean, not even close. When Serena has been playing her best tennis, you were just hoping that she was going to have an off day or, or you were playing lights out to have a chance to beat her. And, you know, it's uh, it's really what pushed me and everyone else to keep improving. And I think that's also one of the biggest reasons why women's tennis has improved so significantly over the last 10, 20 years, because, you know, Venus and Serena really set new heights and new boundaries of how good you needed to be to be able to keep up. Thank you, Caroline Wozniacki. Guys, um, listening to Caroline talk about Serena, like, I really am curious now. Like, you know, Tiger Woods, the whole point was to beat Jack Nicholas. His dad is like, always uh, since he's a little kid, you got to have more titles than Jack Nicholas. And, and, you know, the, LeBron James, the chosen one, he's chasing Michael Jordan, right? And Kobe was chasing Jordan, too. He takes number 24 and, you know, whatever it is. But none of those players were people caught the target, really. And I know Court had one more Grand Slam title, but no one argues Margaret. Like, everyone argues Serena. She's the one who actually did it. I wonder if that was important. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Media. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN2. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right. Let's ride. Keys Real Rankings, top 10 NFL players. 
Boy, he stirred up the hornet's nest today. I, I think, Key, that the, the, it makes sense based on your criteria. He wants to see you do it several times before he, you know, buys in and establishes you as one of the top ten players. You're taking premium position guys, no running backs. It makes sense to me, but a lot of people aren't so sure, including, hold on, Montreal and Raleigh. Hey, that's confusing. Are we sure we're not talking about to Raleigh and Montreal? Are you Montreal and Raleigh? I am Montreal and Raleigh. Oh, there you go. All right. So choose the place, choose the name. But what do you got? Uh, what a, like a hidden secret, I think. I, I think Quentin Nelson can argue. I know people might say, well, why would you put him? I look at him as a Aaron Donald on the other side of the ball. He, he's ferocious. He's one of the best players, I think, in the league uh, at his position, if not the best. And I think in totality, he's one of those players that people overlook. And I know he doesn't seem like a like a premium position, but I'll take that guy any day. And I think Jonathan Taylor and that offensive line didn't get all those yards just by coincidence. And I think what about Quentin, Quentin Nelson? Taylor, Key? What about Quentin Nelson? He's a guard. See, I'm with Key on this. Jay, to me, he says he's a guard. Like, here's the bottom line. You know when people are like, Zach Martin's the best player on the O-line? If that was true, he'd play left tackle. <laughs> you know, and I used to hear this about Derek Jeter. He's terrible defensively. Well, except he can play shortstop. That first baseman <laughs> you think is great defensively can't play shortstop. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's a left tackle just in pure foot. Of course he's. Of course, Trent Williams is, is better. He, he can play be, left tackle. I think he's Trent one of two guards beast, in the league. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah. Quentin, Quentin Nelson's I'm, top I'm not, ten yeah. player. I'm not jumping on that argument for, with Montreal. No, Quentin. No. Quentin listen, Quentin Nelson... Honestly, if someone said who are the best guards you've ever seen, he's on the list. But it's hard to put a guard over a left tackle who's the best in the business. Everyone agrees Trent Williams is the best in the business. Not even a question for me. Send that dude in motion and truck dudes. (laughs) Can win his matchup against elite ends in protection. Come on, man. Trotsky in Alabama. Quick, you got 30 seconds. Hey, hey, I got a thing with Keyshawn. Hey, Keyshawn, when you talk about the Bills and uh, jo- and uh, Josh Allen, you say they're overrated or you need to see more. And the only thing they're losing is the uh, offensive coordinator. But when you talk about the Saints, you feel like the Saints going to the Super Bowl, but they're losing a uh, Hall of Fame quarterback and a coach. He's saying you're, so, you're hating on the Bills, Key. Is there the truth there? Hall of Fame quarterback been gone for two years, man. What, what, what games you been watching? The Knicks make the right call sticking with R.J. Barrett and not including him in a deal for Donovan Mitchell. Coming up, Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. He knows how every relationship affects all the jobs. He's in on all those college football, the SC meetings. (laughs) He knows Phil, who owns this, and that's why. (laughs) No, Bob Bob is Phil's brother. Uh, uh Uh-huh. (laughs) <laughs> and then, yeah, Bob is Phil's brother. One of them went to Harvard. The other guy graduated from Duke, really close friends with Coach K. And when they recruited Jay, he made sure to introduce him to the president of some new company that was founded in Silicon Valley that Jay is going to do a summer internship with. So elaborate. Yeah, but it's, it's it, it is so, the details. So detail oriented. The devil is it's in crazy. the details, man. It's, the details are right. <laughs> Hey, what's the market for Donovan Mitchell now? Like, my best guess all along has been Danny Ainge never wanted R.J. Barrett. He's just goosing him. Like, he's like, oh, oh now it's going to cost you extra if you, since you signed up Barrett, and he's going to get what he really wants, which is unprotected draft picks. You see, Key, I, I think your Lakers might find a way to get involved in this trade. There might be a little bit of a triangle offense here between Utah, the Knicks, and the Lakers. If the, if the, if the Lakers are trying to get Russell Westbrook off their book, if they are trying to get – it's known that Danny Ainge covets, covets that contract, right, due to the fact that that $47 million is an expiring contract, right? You can play with that. So if maybe you get Utah, I mean, if you get the Lakers to give up those two unprotected first-round picks, they can give that back to New York. New York gives up some players. New York then gets Donovan Mitchell in exchange. There might be a way then for the Lakers to then go after a Buddy Hill, the Miles Turner off that, they get Russell Westbrook off their book. There might be a way to work this scenario out between all three of these teams. I could Whatever see works. Whatever. If it, if it makes the Lakers a better team, then, yeah, let's do the deal. Well, it gets Russell Westbrook off your books and allows you to go after and, and be a little bit more aggressive in the marketplace. You know, it's weird how originally they wanted Buddy Heald, and LeBron reportedly is the one who's like, I need, we need another playmaker, got Westbrook. So he's wrong about that. Okay, no one's perfect. And – it would be crazy if they did wind up with Buddy Heald in the end anyway because especially now with Patrick Beverly and Buddy Heald with LeBron. And Miles Turner if you're able to yeah, land Oh, that would be and great. And some other pieces because you have a lot more money. I'm just talking about shooting for a second. Like that team needs shooting. If you get Buddy Heald, that's a lot of shooting. That's a high usage player who can really shoot the lights out. And, and as we said, Patrick Beverly, 38% for his career from three. Well, why, were, would the Knicks, why would the Knicks want Mitchell, though? Why would they want to have a small backcourt? Biggest star that have played in New York since Carmelo. I just think I think there's pressure key from Leon Rose and company feeling that they have to make a move. I mean, think about two years, they made it to the playoffs, and that was the hottest thing. And then last year, just constantly kind of reverting back to not making the playoffs. People are really questioning about Julius Randle's contract. Is he the leader of this team moving forward? You signed Jalen Brunson to a $100 million deal. I still like the foundation of the toughness, the grit, that will come along with Jalen Brunson and Donovan Mitchell in the backcourt. Even and, though there be two of the smallest backcourts in the, in, I mean, two smallest backcourt mates in the league. 
I mean, as long as you're getting the job done. See, I think that I think that Brunson's, but doesn't that put you on a defensive liability? But Brunson's contract key, as time moves on and and the cap goes up, Brunson's contract may we may look at him as an asset in a trade situation because the contract won't look it'll look like very reasonable. I'm just so saying you're gonna if, trade if, him, you're gonna get rid of him in two years, even though you just right, did all that to get him. Exactly. And I'm just saying too, if exactly. you're able to get those two picks from the Lakers, then you're not giving up as much because that's what Danny Ainge wants, right? He wants four unprotected first round picks <laughs> yeah. in order to make this deal. And the Knicks were at two <laughs> saying they're not willing to budge. So it allows so Donovan you to kind Mitchell of play is definitely gone. No, not not necessarily. I mean, who knows if the Lakers actually want to get involved? Look, I've been surprised by stuff in sports this year. Garoppolo just signed a deal with the Niners, right? Like their thing. But I'll tell you what, I'd be very surprised. I'd be surprised again if if Westbrook is still on the Lakers and Donovan Mitchell is not a Nick pretty soon, right? Like I don't think Westbrook's long for the Lakers, and I think Donovan Mitchell's headed to well, New York. You got a little under. You got a little bit over. What you got about a month, Jay? To a training camp starts a month and a half? Yeah, a month. A month to go. So they got about a month to go to figure it out with everybody. I mean, I, I guess the question is, if you're a Knicks fan, it depends upon how much I have to give up, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm not willing to give up Emmanuel quickly. I'm not willing to give up Obi Toppin. Like, these you are wouldn't pieces. put quickly in a deal for, for, um, for Donovan Mitchell? I like quickly too, but I would well, put him in a deal. It's just not that simple. Just about putting one player. What else do I have to give up? Okay, so like, are you trying to fleece me? Like I and Don, two and, unprotected firsts, Emmanuel quickly, and something else. Is there a deal with the Lakers? Is that where I'm straight getting my up other with two the, picks back? With, with the with the. Well, it's not. It doesn't work that way. It's not because you need to match not, salaries. Yeah, it's yeah. not what Utah yeah. wants. Straight up. <laughs> yeah, but if the Knicks haul overall, what they had to give up was two unprotected firsts, Emmanuel quickly, and something else. And however you do it, three teams, ten teams, doesn't matter. What's coming back is Donovan Mitchell. I if he had to give up R.J. Barrett with Emmanuel quickly. But they just signed R.J. Barrett. Well, you can still – I mean, you can still, you can still make a deal yeah, happen. It's unlikely, but – I don't think I – I, I think – I don't know that Danny Ainge wants R.J. Barrett. I think R.J. Barrett's good in getting better. Quentin Grimes, things that maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But R.J. Barrett – Even if you were to pull the deal off. Yeah. Where does that put the Knicks in the conversation of the Eastern Conference? It doesn't. Does it put them that seven – Six seven maybe, okay, but at least you know they're six seven. Like they, before, they probably, even think, two years ago, everybody's like, I'm like, this is a facade. This is not. It was a weird year, pandemic, and then a lot Thibodeau. of stuff going on. They at least down my on thing Thibodeau. is, you know what you are. You know you're a six seven. You know you're like one more piece away from breaking into that upper echelon instead of being at the bottom of the barrel. Ooh, Kyrie Irving to Utah. Ooh, and Donovan to Utah. Mitchell, yeah, I don't think Donovan so. Donovan Mitchell to the to the Nets. Wow, that's a good deal. And then Kyrie could get shipped to the Lakers. We're going to try said, to figure it out. Jay said one more piece away. This is like there was some baseball like team that was struggling once, and someone said, yeah, we're two pieces away. They're like, who? Oh, man. Well, what do you mean two pieces? He said, Babe Ruth and Sandy Koufax. This is my problem. They're two pieces like away. You as an old Nick fan, like you want answers yeah. yesterday. It's, you, don't, no. you don't build franchises that way. No, I agree. I, 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 don't, I would not do a but deal where I gave up everything for they trying to build a franchise for, for 30 years. I hear you. But they, they change. See, they don't know. Hey, is the second round of the playoffs good enough? Or maybe we should tear it all down and go for the gusto. Then they I'd realize, oh, get, the gusto's not going to work. Let's just get to the second round of the playoffs. I'd rather get to the second round of the playoffs and build from there than be at the bottom of the barrel. Sometimes you can't build from there, though. Sometimes it's a dead end. Okay, sometimes there's not. <laughs> Jay, I'm going to stop by later when I get off and 
try and get the paperwork done on the loan. Okay. Greenies coming up right now. Yeah. We're back. I don't know if you have enough assets. 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Media. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.